welcome to the Confident Couples Podcast in our Business of Love series. Hey, we're Bud and Sarah Dunn. Here's a radical idea. We don't think your relationship has to be hard if you make it intentional. We've been together for over 16 years and we still like each other. Yep. We want to share the intentional practices that have built the relationship we want. So think about us as your marriage cheerleaders. We know you can have a relationship that's positive, uplifting, and that helps you reach your goals and dreams. The Confident Couples Podcast is advice for young couples who want to last. The Business of Love is a new series where we are talking about bringing business practices into your relationship. And one of our favorite business practices we've brought into our relationship is personality testing. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about two personality tests we've used, the benefits that we found in our partnership, and why we recommend that every couple take some personality tests and talk about them together. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Confident Couples Podcast and to our kitchen on a gorgeous Saturday. It's freezing cold here. It's not that gorgeous. Oh, come on. Wait. See, I'm trying to be positive about it. We just got back from Puerto Rico this week. It's only early March. It's early March, which basically means spring to me. And the sun is shining. The snow is melting. And today is beautiful. The snow is melting. You're right about that. That is a good thing. Yes, and we only have two weeks until we leave for Florida, so it's kind of travel season for us. It's the time of year we love to get out of Michigan and go someplace that is warmer. Yes, that's right. Now, one of the reasons we are able to travel together and put up with each other for (laughs) long periods of time is the topic of today's episode. Today we're talking about personality tests, which is something that we've really become acquainted with and used a lot in the last couple years of our marriage. And we think that it's been really, really helpful. So we're going to share today about two different personality tests we've used. And we're going to share with you why we use them, why we think they're cool, why we think every couple should have some personality awareness and use that awareness together to start some really good conversations about how to do life together better. And this is uh, the second in the lineup of uh, Business of Love series. And the reason why we're calling it the Business of Love is because this is a traditionally core business practice that we bought into our relationship. A lot of companies have their team members, employees go through personality tests, management teams, leadership Good teams, point. and or company-wide so that teams understand how each other communicate so they can better serve each other. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what we did. So we're going to start with Insights Discovery, which is the one that kicked all this off. And it was presented to me at a business group, uh, Vistage, that I'm a part of. And uh, in a a subsequent episode, follow-up episode, we're going to have Scott and his lovely wife come on and give us a little bit further, deeper look into Insights Discovery. So So who's Scott? Scott is the expert, is the Insights Discovery pro that took me through my profile and then provided us the opportunity to have you take it too so we could work on it together. And I want to share a little bit of the story of what happened with this. So Bud loves his Vistage group. They do such good training. He's always learning amazing things. And after this full day that he spends with this management group, he will rush home 
And if it's a topic that he's really excited about, he cannot wait to talk to me about it over dinner. And I still remember the personality type conversation after Insights Discovery Day where Bud came home and was like, babe, I need you to take this test because (laughs) I am going to learn so much about you and I'll finally understand how we need to communicate together. And I could just sense how excited he was about this knowledge and the way that it is helping him in his group and the way he was thinking about it in a work context. So I was pretty much bowled over by his excitement and he sent me the link to take the test ASAP so that he could get into my brain. So I could start to Jedi mind trick you into doing things I wanted you to do. (laughs) But at the end of the day, that's not what it is a goof joking comment here today. That is not what it's about. It's actually about me molding my delivery to your communication preference. Yes. To your receiving antennas. If we think about this, if you want to get something across to your partner... I think you need to think of the overall goal of saying that thing or presenting that idea to your partner. I think in any conversation, you are trying to get them to understand what you're saying and to get on board with your idea or whatever you're thinking of. And it's not always the best tactic to just throw information at them the way that you like to hear information. Personality tests can help you to understand how your partner wants to hear information and what they need from you in order to get to that end goal together. So it's a lot of self-awareness as well as awareness of the other person you're talking to to understand how you can get on the same page when you're communicating together. And I really want Bud to explain Insights Discovery just really briefly since we will have Scott on to go more in depth. But we're going to talk about the way that Insights Discovery was so positive in our marriage. And I want us to have some shared language around what it means when we talk about it. So there's four quadrants to insights discovery personality profile fiery red sunshine yellow cool blue and earth green and those are the four quadrants and they interact with each other from an introverted extroverted thinker feeler thought process so for myself i am a fiery red first position personality sunshine yellow Second, and you always get a primary and a secondary color. So now when we talk about Bud, we say he's a red-yellow. Exactly. Sarah is a cool blue first, fiery red second. So when we talk about Sarah, she's a a blue-red in that order. So that's how we have used it and how Scott taught me to use it for that one day we were together. And I'm sure I'll learn even more. Uh, when when he joins us and we do an interview with him. That's kind of like the foundation of what it is. And some examples here, you know, people on their good day who are fiery red are competitive, determined, strong-willed. People who are sunshine yellow on their best day are expressive, pervasive, Persuasive. persuasive, and enthusiastic. Cool blue, cautious, precise, deliberate, and earth green are caring, encouraging, and sharing. So the only color we're really not going to spend a lot of time on because neither of us share this color is green. And green is just kind of like quick start, jump off point with green is that they are like the loving salt of the earth people. They're the feelers. They are big feelers. They really, they're thinker feelers. They really think and feel about what people are 
going to understand or talk about or connect with whatever they're saying. That's what they come at it from. But we'll spend a lot more time on the other colors because that's where we live. So when I took this profile, obviously it's easy for those of you who know me or those of you who get to know me, you can see that red is all over. Oh, so competitive, driven, purposeful, determined, also overbearing, aggressive sometimes, controlling sometimes on his bad days. Like I'm a Taurus as well, and I'm a tiger in the Chinese New Year. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bull in a china shop with tiger teeth. So I am everything under the sun that is red and fiery and competitive in one way, shape, or form. So in the early part of our marriage, when that when we watched this happen with communication in real time, it was... I think this needs to happen, and then that needs to happen, and this needs to happen, and that needs to happen. And Bud was so directive always because every personality profile he's ever taken has had the word directive in it. That's right. So just forcing his will upon me a lot of time because that was the way he communicated naturally. Not that that's a bad thing, but when you aren't self-aware that other people communicate differently and you're red, you think everybody w just wants the black and white directives and you just want to give it to them as quick as you can so that you can get moving toward that solution. And Sarah always had a challenge when I would be directive like this with a, if she didn't jump on board, I left her behind and or if she didn't jump on board, I thought it was disrespective or that she didn't like or think that I was right. And in reality, Sarah being a blue first, red second, she needs to percolate. She needs to brew. I need to throw ideas out to her so she can think about them and warm up to them. And then she's all in. I definitely need to think things out. I'm pretty decisive, but I like to think about them first. And I'm not going to make a quick decision without putting thought and a little bit of analysis into things. So I think that example right there is one of the number one things we learned through Insights Discovery about communicating together is that Bud can't just throw an idea out at me and expect that I am immediately going to be on board. Even if I ultimately, he knows I'll get there and it's a good idea for us, I still want to think about it. I don't want to be forced to agree or make a decision on the spot. And during our day-long training, Scott encouraged us to take this learning about how other people interact and starting to read other people's personalities and communication styles and use it to our advantage when we're communicating with them. And he knew that it would work almost immediately. So I brought this back and almost immediately I started to re-engineer my thought process around throwing things out, letting Sarah percolate on them, using terms like, I'd like you to consider, would you be willing to think about, we can talk about this more later, but I'd like you to think about this and letting her just kind of simmer on them and then coming back to him later. And I found that it was easier for me to take a longer time with less roadblocks or headwinds to getting to a decision, the decision that I wanted by letting you warm up to the idea first. Totally. I think that's really smart. And now that I hear you say this out loud, I am 
just now realizing you've only started using those phrases since this test. It's now so normal part of your vocabulary with me. I forgot that you had to purposely add phrases like you might consider onto statements or, hey, could you think about blah, 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 and then leaving it open. Can you think of any specific times where there was something you wanted me to decide about that you threw out? Oh, you're grinning. I'm scared. This podcast. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) We are only here sitting here today talking about this because I came up with the idea that I think we should do a podcast and I had no timeline to do it. I knew that you'd need to be all in 50-50 with me to make it successful. So I just floated it out there, softballed it out there, a little floater. Like, I think we should really start a podcast together. And you said, oh, no way. absolutely not. That sounds awful. That is the worst idea you've ever had. Hell (laughs) no. But uh, over like six months of prodding, you just kept bringing it back up and presenting it in different ways and giving me different things to think about. And you're right. And then you said, well, I can consider doing it once we have 50 topics to discuss. Right. Because you wanted to have something that was, you know, a viable. This is, you know, your thinking, deliberate and questioning and formal process of your best days, saying that I want to have a plan. And then I think you threw out the first 10. (laughs) Maybe. Almost immediately. And then I started filtering in more and more along the way. And boom, now versus our... I don't know, a lot of episodes later. That's right. We're here. That's exactly what we did. Now, I think an important thing, because so much of this for me is is not intuitive, that I had to really learn new behaviors. I, as Sarah would not have preferred that I did this, but I taped our personality profiles on our bathroom mirror, and they were up for the better part of three years. Yes, they were. So that I could see it every single day and to remind me that... Red, yellow, blue, green. How am I going to communicate today? Red, yellow, blue, green. How am I going to communicate communicate today? And it was literally trying to build a habit day in and day out so that I was changing the way I was talking to you and to others to make the best communication with my with the people I'm trying to interact with possible. I think it was good for me to see it every single day because it was actually presented kind of as a bar chart and I could see how high Bud's red was and I could have a little bit more patience for him when I felt like he was trying to push me too hard towards something or he was being too aggressive with something. It allowed me to remember every single day that that is just his natural personality. It's not him trying to speak down to me or not believing in what I have to say. It's just his natural way of communicating and seeing the world. So at the same time, I was able to learn some patience and some understanding and some appreciation for the positive qualities associated with this natural personality. And I could do the same thing for you of understanding how your blueness helps slow my redness down in the right situations. You see things that I don't. As an example of me trying to explain this the first time through, you're like, I don't think people are going to get it. <laughs> so I had to go back through and we had to think about how we were going to try to explain this to listeners in the best way possible. And I think some of the outcomes of this is that for a few hundred dollars, you can have cheap therapy with your partner. Like this is 
science backed by science tests that you can see and look at and review together and real world actionable insights to put to work today. Oh, that's a good point. With no like fluff or thinking or feeling. It's just, this is the way it is. How can you guys start to use this today right now? Well, and what a great way to start a conversation that's really important. So even about self-awareness. So if my test says that, hey, I have a tendency to possibly be indecisive or suspicious, we can talk about that together and maybe come up with some strategies for me to cope with those qualities. Or I can be overbearing and demanding and driving. Those are tough. On our bad days, those are tough traits to deal with every now and then. But because we know they're out there and the test provided them is that these are things that are going to happen. This is how we're wired. It is not because Bud's being a a challenge on purpose. It's because this is how he's wired and he's having a difficult day today. So how can we work through that? Yeah. What a great way to start conversations about awareness of your partner's personality and how you can work together to communicate better than reviewing a test that's backed by science. And all of these have a lot of starting with yourself and self-discovery in the process. We spent a lot of time just a minute ago talking about how we use this with each other and how we use it with others outside. But it all comes back to that if you've never taken one of these before, it starts with a lot of self-discovery and and an understanding of how you are first and so that you understand where you're coming from. Now, the fear that everybody has, like Scott who's a professional doing this, or Barb from the Enneagram, is that the fear that they have is then they, they take that test and they throw it at their partner or they throw it at their peers in the workplace and say, hey, great, I took this exam today and this is how I communicate. So you all need to get hip with this and start to talk to me the way that I want to be talked to. Yikes. So very self-centered with exactly. the test. Exactly. And that's not the journey you want to go down. You want to go down self-discovery first understanding who you are, understanding who the other personalities are in relationship to you. And then the mastery of this is how do you understand whom you're trying to talk to, reading them, reading their communication type, and then delivering the message from your mouth to their ears in the best way that they're willing to listen to it or capable to listen to it. So I just mentioned to amazing woman, Barb, who is my Vistage chair, who is an Enneagram expert. So we're going to be having Barb on as a guest as well after Scott to talk about the Enneagram, which is the test that personality test that Sarah loves. And I want her to explain it because I'm not as well briefed in the Enneagram as what I am on insights discovery. So I've recently gotten more interested in the Enneagram. I feel like there's a lot of conversation around it right now. And so it was something that I wanted to learn more about. The Enneagram is an ancient personality typing system that suggests that there are nine different personality types. I know Bud struggles with this one a little bit more than Insights Discovery because it takes more study to understand each of the nine. So it's not like these compartments of the different colors like Insight Discovery has. There's actually nine different types and it takes a bit of work to understand each of them. But most importantly, there is still a red color. We can guess where I may have wound up on that. (laughs) 
<laughs> imagine there's still something aggressive. And so I don't think these contradict each other at all. I just think it's a different way of understanding personality. And I've gotten really into it recently because I've found that Enneagram has a lot of freely available resources to learn more. So you can take a simple online test. You can also just read a book. So I recently read the book, The Road Back to You, which is an Enneagram journey to self-discovery by Ian Morgan Cron. And I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. But I'm really into the Enneagram because I think it's fascinating and I love the availability of information around it. To me, I think it's maybe a little bit more detailed and a little bit more precise. Maybe that's just because I know more about it. But after Bud and I each took a test for our Enneagram numbers, we discovered that I am a three and Bud is an eight. And I was able to really easily go into Google and just type in three and eight in a relationship and how do threes and eights interact. And there are some amazing written resources online that talk about the way these two different types, what their challenges might be, the wonderful positive characteristics that they can bring to a relationship. And using this information, I've really started to understand maybe what our blind spots could be as a partnership with these personality numbers and what we need to look out for and just be careful about. So I think we'll probably dive into more of our numbers and what it means in our episode with Barb. But one thing the Enneagram really taught me about when I started studying more about Bud being an eight and wanting to understand him better as my partner, the eight is a type that apparently really accepts conflict. And this is the idea that was new to me. I feel like we understand each other pretty well, but as I started reading about the Enneagram eight, It talks a lot about how this personality welcomes conflict, doesn't take it personally, actually enjoys conflict as a way to get to an end. And I remember sitting down with Bud at dinner and going, hey, I just read the chapter of this book about eights, and it says that you don't mind conflict. Do you think that's true? And he said, yeah, I do think that's true. And I was kind of like, well, what about this situation where you were uncomfortable, blah, blah, blah. And we were able to have a really good discussion where I realized that even though I'm a conflict avoider, it's okay to bud if I want to bring up something that might be a little bit challenging. It's not something that's going to ruin his day because naturally he accepts conflict with his personality. And I've been able to shift. And when I'm feeling a little bit more directive, I've chosen to just go there and realized that if it causes conflict, that's not going to be a problem for our partnership. And I think that's been really helpful, too. And I'm a fond of conflict without emotional energy. <laughs> and I think that that is something, too, to just keep in mind that how you present things matter to people. And that, you know, if you're in a partnership where you're both are accepting conflict or one is accepting and one is not as accepting like we are, it still matters how you're presenting it. You know, just because I'm good at conflict doesn't mean that Sarah can come running down the house screaming bloody murder about something because I'm cool with conflict and not think that I'll have a problem with that. That's true. That's true. Because the delivery method still is relevant and it still matters. Yes. All right, so you have a few tips. Anything you want to cover about personality tests in general before we 
move on to future episodes talking specifically about how to use specific personality tests. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. You know, I think we started with it is a travel of self-discovery or a trip of self-discovery. You really will learn a ton about yourself. Both of these profiles give you many, 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 many pages, more than 10, less than 40 pages on you, what you do well, what your blind spots are, how you interact with others, how others interpret you. There's a whole host of things, you know, there's some of them, I think Insights Discovery has some coaching tips in there for like, if your boss is reading it or if you're doing it in a team setting, because again, this is a business of love. You know, some of those things don't really make sense in a, Some of those things don't make sense from a management perspective of husband and wife or partners, but it can make sense to share this, you know, and Sarah's always read these because I've taken a couple of them. Imagine that. And when you read them or when you read them before you did the, the, these two on where we did together, it was always like, they're following you around. <laughs> like it's so accurate. Like they're just like, there's something here that's following and documenting you in the background of what you do. Because yeah. I'm usually so spot on. I'm very rarely mistyped. Actually, I've rarely never been mistyped. Always in red in one way or another on the color wheel. And that's just the way that it's been. So awareness itself, they bring forward a bunch of things that you may not have seen. I also, these are just two that we're talking about, but I want to remind the group that there are many of them out there. You may have already taken a couple, and this might just be a, a new spin to look at. And that basically, I saw a bear wearing pajamas. All of this is derived from the same research around a sentence like that. Were you wearing pajamas or was the bear wearing pajamas? Like, as in, this is just an interpretation exactly. of the same research? Exactly. Okay. That, that is what the research is all about, that it's just a different interpretation of a very similar research. And were you wearing pajamas when you saw the bear? <laughs> was the bear wearing pajamas? Nobody's really sure. And that may get cut out. So I think the bottom line to this discussion of personality tests is that we think it's such a great way to learn how to communicate better with your partner. No matter what test you choose, I highly recommend you find a test that the description of it resonates with you and you and your partner both take it around the same time frame. So you have really accurate results as of how you are now and how you're perceiving yourself now and you can learn about it together. Take the test, learn about yourself, and then discuss the results with your partner and watch what kind of eye-opening conversations can happen. We've got some information in the show notes about the two personality profiles that we love and talked about today, also where you can go and take those tests. So we highly recommend you do this, and we'll uh, give you some bonus points if you do it before next week's episode, because we're going to be diving deeper into insights discovery. And then the week after that, we'll be diving deep into Enneagram with Barb. Sounds great. So... At every single episode, we try to give you something actionable that you can do today to improve your relationship. So this week's Confident Couples Challenge is to research personality tests and possibly take a test for yourself. 
I think it would be a great thing to do. And if you present it to your partner in the right way, I think that they would be very much open to doing this with you to start some conversations. Or you just demand them to do it the way I did. Uh, <laughs> but that was before I knew what I was doing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all we've got for you today. And we look forward to talking to you more about this topic in the future. Yes. I love your blue red. You love my blue red? I love your blue red personality. Really? Yes, I do. Why? I always have. Oh, thanks, honey. You're welcome. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) Oh, and I appreciate your red yellow personality because we need some yellow up in here. Yes, there we go. And then, so now once you take these tests, you can have awkward conversations (laughs) like this that only you and two will really understand. (laughs) Or any of your friends that you're having listen and taking the test with you too. Cheers to Confident Couples. Cheers. Hey, thanks for joining us for the Confident Couples podcast. If you want to help create more confident couples, share this episode. Post a screenshot on your social media and tag us at Bud and Sarah on Instagram. For show notes for this episode and even more good stuff and advice, head to our website at budandsarah.com. We'll see you soon.